Be Wealthy and Smart, episode 761. into a world of wealth and financial freedom without budgets, boredom, or bosses on Be Wealthy and Smart. And now, here's your host, Linda P. Jones. Welcome to Be Wealthy and Smart. I'm Linda P. Jones, America's Wealth Mentor, empowering women and men worldwide to financial freedom. On today's show, we're going to talk about why optimists have better financial health. And this article comes to us from The Motley Fool and actually says that optimists are seven times more likely to have better financial health according to a survey. And you know how I love to share surveys with you because they're giving us the real facts and how people are feeling right now. And it's also a time that can be very challenging for many people. And I wanna continue to bring you some positive mindset articles and suggestions so that you can keep that wealthy mindset because how you think about your situation is the most important thing to how this is all going to turn out. So I wanna share this article with you. It was written by Katie Brockman. She says, sometimes just a shift in mindset can improve your financial situation. The article says, Americans' financial optimism is at an all-time low right now, dropping 134 points on the Wells Fargo Gallup Investor and Retirement Optimism Index, the largest drop since the index was founded in 1996. With tens of millions of Americans out of work and the country deep into a recession thanks to the COVID-19 pandemic, it's no surprise that many people aren't feeling upbeat about their finances. However, mindset matters more than you may think when it comes to your financial health. Optimists tend to fare better financially than pessimists, a report from Frost Bank and Fleischman Hillard found. In fact, optimists were seven times more likely to have better financial health than pessimists, according to the survey. Researchers also found that optimists tend to take steps that improve their financial health. For example, nearly 60% of optimists seek out financial advice, compared to just 42% of pessimists. Approximately 43% of optimists say they are very interested in learning more about money management while just 33% of pessimists say the same. Almost 70% of optimists changed their financial habits after a setback, compared to only 36% of pessimists. As a result, optimists tend to make better money management decisions. A whopping 90% of optimists say they've saved for a major purchase, for instance, compared to 70% of pessimists. When you have strong money management skills, you're more likely to have better financial health, meaning you'll be more likely to be able to pay your bills on time, more likely to keep out of unmanageable debt, and more likely to have a financial cushion to fall back on if you experience an unplanned expense. Sometimes keeping a hopeful outlook feels impossible. If you've lost your job, are trying to stretch every dollar, and aren't sure how long it will be before you're back on your feet, Feeling glum is understandable. Still, there are financial moves that can help you feel more optimistic. 
There's one thing in particular you can do right now to improve your finances. No matter what your money situation looks like, set goals for yourself. The key to setting goals is ensuring they're small enough that you know you'll be able to achieve them. Telling yourself you want to save $500,000 for retirement is great, but that goal can be daunting. Instead, aim to save, say, $10 a week. Or, if you're struggling to keep your spending in check, set a goal to cut back on just one expense, such as takeout or online shopping. Reaching these smaller targets will boost your confidence, thus making you more optimistic about achieving your larger goals. Creating a financial plan can also help you feel more in control of your future. Write down every one of your goals, then create a step-by-step action plan for achieving them. If one of your ultimate objectives is to pay off all your debt, for example, write that down, but also write down which type of debt you want to tackle first and how much cash you're putting toward it. Establishing a financial plan can be a lot of work up front, but having all your goals mapped out in front of you can do wonders for your confidence. Feeling optimistic during difficult financial times is tough, but a more positive outlook can improve your situation. By setting short and long-term goals and creating an action plan to achieve them, you can give yourself a better chance of improving your financial health. End of article. Well, I liked what she had to say, and I think her suggestion is fine in terms of setting some goals and creating a plan for yourself. But I also want you to start doing things like affirmations. I want you to start actually changing your set of beliefs and your set of fixed thoughts about money. And the only way to really do that is to do it through repetition. Because so much of our beliefs are in our subconscious, we don't even consciously know what we believe about money but we might feel that there's some sort of block or we might be feeling there's some sort of problem that we keep having or habit that we keep doing that's not a positive habit, but yet you don't know why. And that doesn't really matter because you don't have to understand everything in your subconscious in order to be able to fix it. All you have to do is start with repetition. Start with positive statements that sound like they're already true and then put statements that are already true in between each one. I've talked about this many times before. I've got tons of podcasts about this, but I haven't chatted about it lately. So I just wanted to bring it up to your attention again and suggest that this would be a good time to go through some of my mindset podcasts. But basically what you want to do is write something positive, like making money is easy for me, or I love to manage my investments and I'm good at it. Something that you might not feel to be true, but you wish were true. Write that as a positive affirmation. And then in between each one of those statements, write a statement that's already true. Like my name is Linda. That way your statements that aren't quite true that you want to be true will not cause your subconscious to argue with you. When you say a positive affirmation that you want to be true, like I'm really good handling my money or I have enough money to pay all my bills every month and have money left over. If those are your positive affirmations, but you're getting some pushback from your subconscious, like your subconscious says, oh no, you're not, or oh, that's not true you can sometimes have this battle going on in your mind. 
And when you try to replace your limiting beliefs, your blocks with a new positive affirmation, it can be frustrating at times because of that subconscious battle. But by putting an already true statement in between each one of these statements, when your mind starts to go there and tries to fight with you, you're already on to the next true statement. And that way it shuts down that arguing in your mind, that battle back and forth within your subconscious over the current belief that you really believe in your subconscious and the belief that you want to be true. So this way, by adding a true statement after every affirmation, after every positive statement you want to be true, but might not be true right now, you're shutting down that arguing and it goes into your subconscious much easier. And all you need to do is use repetition. After all, that's what ads on TV do. They're just giving you repetition and it goes right into your subconscious that now you believe that this hamburger or that beverage is the best thing you've ever had because you've seen that commercial so many times. That's all it's about, repetition. So if you want to change your beliefs and have some good results with your mindset, the best thing you can do is create five or 10 positive statements Then in between each one, put one statement that's already true and then read those a few times a day. And you'll see very quickly, your attitude will change. They will go into your subconscious and you'll have new beliefs that will replace those limiting beliefs and remove the blocks that you felt before. So mindset is incredibly important and it's one of the most overlooked things in finance. And that's why we always start with step one to wealth of the six steps to wealth is creating a wealthy mindset. That's what I wrote in my Wealth Heiress book. That's what I teach. And that's what I talk about on the podcast because it's so simple yet so powerful. And it is the foundation of everything that you're doing. So if you have those limiting beliefs and blocks subconsciously, of course it's impacting you. Those can come from our childhood, they can come from experiences, they can come from all different places. It doesn't really matter where they came from and we don't need to lay blame on anyone. All you need to do is decide you wanna make a change, create your affirmation statements and your already true statements, say them a few times a day and you're on your way to removing those blocks and having better financial health because you'll be Just like she said in this article, a financial optimist, and you'll be seven times more likely to have better financial health. And who doesn't want that? Especially in these challenging times when we've had such a crazy year and things have come at us from all these different places, things that we didn't expect, especially a pandemic. This is so important to work on your mindset and not overlook your mental health during challenging times like this. So if you've been a little down or you need to make some positive changes in your finances, or you just wanna test out what I'm telling you, for whatever reason, you give it a try. I highly recommend that you put this into your plan. Do it for two to three times a day, every single day best first thing in the morning, midday, and last thing at night before going to sleep. If you can do it more often than that, that's great too, but at least two to three times a day. 
and you will start to see a dramatic improvement. If you haven't yet subscribed to Be Wealthy and Smart, hit that subscribe button and you'll be notified as soon as new podcasts are available so you never miss one. And if you haven't read The Wealth Heiress book, I've just shared with you some information about mindset. There's much more that I share in You're Already a Wealth Heiress, Now Think and Act Like One, Six Practical Steps to Make It a Reality Now. You can find it on Amazon or in any local bookstore. And if you're outside the U.S., it's also available on Amazon UK. And if you've already read the Wealth Heiress book and leave a book review on Amazon, you'll be entered into my drawing where I'm giving away 25 prizes. You have the opportunity to win one of my Wealth Heiress books signed by me. I'm giving away 10 of those. You have an opportunity to win 10 of my Wealthy Mindset Blueprint audio sets where I go much deeper into a wealthy mindset. That's valued at $197 and 10 people will win those. And five people will get a one-on-one wealth mentoring session with me for 30 minutes. All you need to do is leave that podcast review for Be Wealthy and Smart on iTunes. If you have an iPhone or on Stitcher, if you have an Android, that's S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R.com. Search for Be Wealthy and Smart. Leave a podcast review there. And the podcast reviews will get your name in the drawing one time. The book review will get your name in the drawing two times. And I'll announce the winners on August 31st. That's all for today. Until next time, live the good life and be wealthy and smart. Thank you for listening to Be Wealthy and Smart with Linda P. Jones. Share the wealth and tell your family and friends about the show. Check out our website, blog, and social media for more riches at www.bewealthyandsmart.com.